Hey everyone, welcome to this installment of Consciousness with the Jersey Boy with Dr. Anthony Mattis. So, um, on the last podcast, I talked about, um, you know, when you've created this amazing space after like a class uh, that you've been to, like, you know, uh, especially an Access Consciousness class, it's, these are the tools that I use. And But uh, for many of you, you've made, you, you may try, you've may have been, be doing a lot of different other modalities out there. And, you know, you go to these seminars, it creates all this space. But when you get back into this reality or the mundane part of everyday life or your everyday life, um, not mine because I don't choose that anymore, but <laughs> or I do my best I can not to choose it. But when you get back to the mundane part of your everyday life, you, it's like you feel that space starting to kind of close in on you and collapse on you. And, and, and in the last uh, episode, I talked about well, you still have to choose. You still have to choose. Yes, the space got created. Yes, those, those abuses and, and those limitations, they all melted away. And for the first time in many, many years, you, you had this sense of knowingness of who you are or knowing of who you are and, and why you came here and to create on this planet while you were here. And, and then you go back out into the real world or this reality and then, you know, all that starts to go away. Like, what happened to that space I was in? Where did it all go? You know, and part of it is like, well, you're not choosing anything different. When that space gets created, you got to choose something different, period. All right? So we talked about in the last episode and what questions maybe you can ask and how questions actually create. Questions actually um, rearrange the molecules for you so that you do have the space to choose something different. But what I wanted to talk to you about today is um, one of the amazing tools that we learn in the foundation class, access class, uh, the 10 keys to freedom, and a tool that Gary Douglas came up with, which and it's, it sounds like very common sense actually, but it's interesting point of view. Because you, what if for the next three days, you did interesting point of view for every thought, feeling, and emotion you had, and for every thought, feeling, and emotion and consideration that someone else had. Because let me tell you something. When you come back from these classes that changed your life, right? You're going to have to deal with your significant other, your children, your family, other family members, your friends. You're going to be even more aware of all of their interesting points of view projecting at you. Oh, what fun, right? Not that you weren't aware of them before, but you're going to even be more aware of them now, especially with all that space that was created. So one of the things that you can do to prevent those, you know, from those walls from collapsing or the space, really, you got rid of the walls, really. It's not even walls collapsing. It's just like the space is sort of collapsing in inward on you. But one of the things you have to do is you have to say, interesting point of view, they have that point of view about me. Especially if you're someone who's like, let's say, coming out of addiction uh, or something, or maybe out of a bad marriage, or you've been through a tragedy. You know what people love to do? They love to project the old you at you all the time. Now, why they do that? I don't know. They, people do that for a million different reasons. Some people do it because it makes them feel better about themselves. Some people don't like the idea that maybe you're actually changing and creating a life that was better than the life you had yesterday or five years ago. People don't like that. 
Because what it does is it, it, it makes people have to look at what they're choosing or not choosing in their life. So when they see you creating your life for the first time or actually having, you know, you'll have a few people that'll be like, yeah, all right, man, I'm so happy for you. And they're really, truly genuine about it. But then there's other people that they're, they're constantly doing self-checks about themselves. So they're going to project the old you at you. So you have to be aware and ask yourself or, or say to yourself, interesting point of view, they have that point of view that I'm going to be an addict for the rest of my life. Interesting point of view, they have that point of view that I'm never going to outcreate my financial situation. Interesting point of view, they have that point of view that um, I'm never going to be able to have the kind of relationship that actually works for me, not them, whatever the case may be. All right, because if you don't do interesting point of view, they have that point of view or interesting point of view that I have that point of view. All that space that got created is going to start closing in on you. And then you got to start buying everybody else's thoughts, feelings, beliefs, considerations that are projected at you as your own insanities. (laughs) And then the ones that you already bought as yours, thoughts, feelings, and emotions and considerations that you already aligned and agreed with and resistant and reacted to um, as yours, they're going to sound even louder in your head. And that's actually a perfect time to get your bars ran in that moment. So for those of you who have no clue what the bars are, and as I said in my beginning podcast, I'm going to go all over the place on different tangents, but all the tangents, uh, eventually the road will meet back <laughs> to where we started. But you want to get your bars ran. And, and the bars is not an acronym for anything special. For those of you who don't know what the bars are, the bars are these 32 points on the head that Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, uh, you know, created. And these 32 points are actually located in different parts of your cranium, your skull. And um, in each point represents different things. For example, there's a, a bar called the money bar or the aging bar or sadness bar, joy bar, body bar, sexuality bar, um, what else, form and structure, um, healing bar. Uh, so there's a lot of them. And, and all you have to do is gently touch these particular areas on your head. You usually have a partner uh, to create the most dynamic um, effect uh, for your body and your being, really. And, um, and they gently touch these different points. And what these, what, when you touch these different points, it actually brings up all your points of view. All your points of view, beliefs, considerations, thoughts, feelings, whatever, emotions, In those particular areas, money, body, sexuality, aging, sadness, joy, all that stuff. And what it does is all those areas where you're basically still a little unconscious, still unaware, still maybe trapped, not seeing any improvement in your life in those areas, it's because you have some element of unconsciousness in that area. So when we run people's bars, It actually brings up those different energies and it begins to dissolve those limitations so that you can actually start having more awareness around those particular topics so that you actually can now have the choice to change them for something greater. I mean, truly, how does it get better than that? So what if everything was an interesting point of view? How many of you out there 
up until now have lived your life based on other people's points of view? How many of you? Or what percentage of your life have you lived according to other people's points of view? Whether it was your mother's, your father's, grandparents, your religion or spirituality, teachers that you may have admired, government, whatever, politics. So when you start to make choices, when you're faced with a decision, an opportunity, and you find yourself saying, okay, I'm going to choose this in this way. Ask yourself, wait a minute, is this mine? Is this even my point of view? How much of your life have you been functioning on automatic pilot with regards to decisions? When, when situations are presented to you, how many of you are actually functioning on automatic pilot or just reacting? You go into this auto response based on your programming. That's not even your programming. <laughs> it's your mother's programming or your father's programming that they projected on you. So if you would really like to create the life that you know is possible, if you really would like to find yourself moving out of um, whatever situation you might be finding yourself in that may not be desirable, would you be willing to look at what part of your life have you been living based on other people's points of view, your spouse, your children. So interesting point of view, they have that point of view that I have to be this way forever. Interesting point of view that I have to be the certain weight or height. How many of you are constantly judging yourselves day in and day out because you're not thin enough, smart enough, tall enough, in shape enough. Whose points of view are those? If you want to be in shape, then be in shape because it's fun for you. But not because this reality projects a certain type of body <laughs> and that's the way to be. I know plenty of people who are in shape and they die very young. <laughs> and I know plenty of people never, never take care of their bodies and they live really, really old. Okay? So if it was a complete and total fact that, you know, having a perfect body was going to help you to live to a ripe old age, then everybody who uh, went to the gym and had these amazing, beautiful bodies, they would all, you know, live to a ripe old age, which we know is not true. Do what's fun for you. Interesting point of view, they have that point of view. Now, personally, I'm a gym rat. I like going to the gym. I love moving my body. I like, to, like my body to look a certain way. Why? Simply because it makes me feel good about myself. And to be honest with you, it helps me in my sex life too. <laughs> you know, I'm 48 years old and, you know, I want to be able to move my body a certain way so I can have great sex. So how does it get better than that? So what if you just went out and... <laughs> Start moving your body so you can have great sex, right? That's motivation enough. I know it is for me. So, <laughs> so interesting point of view. I have that point of view. Some of you are probably going. But, uh, but yeah, but don't do it 
to sort of override all those projections and expectations and uh, you know judgments and rejections that you're aware of that people are projecting at you. And when you, when you finally get to a space where you can actually perceive you, when you get to that space of knowing, knowing that you know, don't let anybody ever take that away from you. And when you start to feel your mind starting to speed up and going crazy and you find yourself head tripping, interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, they have that point of view about me. People have this point of view that if you've been through a tragedy, you should be suffering forever. That's not my fucking point of view. Excuse my French. My point of view is, yeah, that sucked. That fucking totally sucked. You know, I hated going through that. But you know what? I'm not going to let that fucking defeat me. Did I feel defeated when my first wife committed suicide and left me to be a single father of three kids? Hell yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Seriously, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? I didn't sign up for this. Well, then again, when you, <laughs> when, you, when you study access consciousness and you start to become more aware, maybe I did sign up for it on a certain level, right? You ha- None of us are victims. Things don't happen to you. I made certain choices in my life that allowed the space for something like that to show up in my life, right? I knew my first wife had mental illness. I knew it, but I still chose it anyway. I knew she suffered from bipolar disorder. Unfortunately, we didn't have the tools then. We thought we did, and things worked for a little while, but the tools weren't strong enough. Modern medicine was not strong enough. And in the end, she made a choice, and I had to live with it. I had to live with my choice to, to, to be with someone with mental illness. Okay, so things don't happen to you, people, and 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 that's part of the the thing that we we get into as well is like you know if you can get to a space where you no longer say X Y and Z happened to me, then you're ahead of the game. Then that's when you can actually start creating your life. But as long as you keep feeling feeling like a victim, it's going to be tough for you to create the life that you know is possible. Now, did this happen for me overnight? No, most certainly didn't, okay? Because I'm like, how did I create somebody else killing themselves? You know what I mean? So we can go into different philosophical conversations about that, and it's not relevant, okay? If you can just claim, own, and acknowledge that everything that shows up in your life is as a result of choices you made, (laughs) basically, uh, then you could actually empower yourself to create a different reality or a different possibility. And how does it get better than that? So I'd like you to walk away with that amazing tool of, you know, interesting point of view so that nobody's points of view ever get the best of you. And all those old broken records that sometimes still run through your head, your mind, the insane mind, the logical mind, (laughs) okay? Interesting point of view, I have that point of view, will begin to move you from those insanities. And you'll no longer be at the effect of all of your thoughts, feelings, emotions, beliefs, considerations, and 
or others. All right, thanks for listening, and um, I hope that created something for you in your day, and uh, stay tuned for the next uh, podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening.